Hi, I'm Sarah Shea. And I'm Strangely Duesberg. Welcome to the Pilot House. A podcast where we watch all the shows we missed the first time around. And try to figure out where the heck they were going with this. Hello everybody, welcome to the season finale of Pilot House. We're going to be doing a little bit of a informal chat about uh, the shows that we watched over the course of season one. It's a clip show. Ugh, God, do I have to talk about this for an hour now? I don't wanna. She's a rock-collecting whimsy nun. Ugh, this asshole again with his dumb stuff. This is so bizarre, I can't believe I'm seeing this. He's got, like, a baby face, and it's, like, a little too baby. You draw a banana on a pink post-it. It seemed like they were playing by Buffy rules. How did this get made? I'm giving you the interrupt me eyes. Excuse me? I'm going to get two sex. <laughs> Moving on, at home, not Tom Cruise is making his kids breakfast. <laughs> Basically, we're going to talk about what our final verdict was for each show and whether we watched any more. We've obviously done the, some ketchup episodes for uh, the shows that we watched like a whole season or something of. But we just wanted to, yeah, kind of revisit and look at the season that we have created. Station, we made Which, a whole season of a podcast. We did make a whole season of a podcast. Good job, us. One other note before we get started and uh, digging into this sort of season recap is uh, we're, we both literally just got back to Sarah's <laughs> yeah. place here in Seattle from the Subdued String Band Jamboree in Deming, Washington, which is an annual music festival that Sarah and I both perform at. I am also the campground coordinator and the festival's MC, so if my voice sounds a little scratchy, that's yeah. why. <laughs> yeah, if we're if we're a little scratchy and sound like we haven't bathed very much in the last uh, four or five days, uh, that's why. <laughs> yeah, if you if you really want to get the full experience of this, just uh, don't take a bath for like a week and then listen to it. <laughs> don't don't take a bath or look at your phone for like three or four days. Listen to a lot of folk music and then put on this podcast. You'll be right in our mindset. <laughs> there okay. you go. Uh, also, at the end of our sort of season recap, we're hoping to kind of chat just a little bit about our ideas for the future of the podcast and yeah. things that we'd like to do in season two, because, uh, spoiler, we both want to do a season two. Yeah, we both have lots of ideas and plans for a season two, so. There'll be like yeah. long, uh, season-long arcs. There'll probably be like a main villain. Oh, you we'll... guys will not believe who you end up shipping. It's going to be ridiculous. <laughs> All right, shall we uh, start with episode zero? All right, episode zero was White Collar. Yes, and our final verdict for that show was that you thought it might end up being kind of a filler show for you. Um, I, I kind of agreed. Mm -hmm. A show that you go, uh, nothing else is, I almost said nothing else is on. I'm so old. Um Nothing else is appealing in this moment, or I've I've caught up on all my shows, and I don't feel like starting something new. You might kind of watch a few episodes here and there, and I kind of thought, yeah, I might end up doing that too. So, did you end up watching any more White Collar? I I actually ended up watching up to episode six, I all think, right. and like kind of stopped mostly because of doing this podcast actually I found other shows that pulled me away yeah I still kind of vaguely would maybe watch more but honestly now that I know burn notice is a thing if I want to scratch yeah. that itch burn yeah, notice would probably real. be my jam that is absolutely true the only thing white color has over burn notice for you know whimsical uh spy slash con man uh, fuckery is that white color is on Netflix <laughs> yes it is Anyway, uh, yeah, so I obviously, I did not end up watching any more episodes. Also, in re-listening to that episode, we found that we had done some fake ads. Yeah, I, I noted that in my notes just because I was like, I didn't want to forget that, like, that was adorable. Why didn't we keep doing that? We should totally do more I, of those. I think we did it for the first two or three. Yeah. We recorded a bunch all in one day, and then I completely forgot about and it. And I think I dropped a few in onto other episodes. Yeah, yeah. But I also forgot about it. I really forgot. So, episode one was Charmed. Sarah thought that it was, like, strong, like, character garbage viewing. So, like, um, it seemed like you were interested in seeing what happened to these yeah. gals and like what might happen in the future but also you acknowledge that the show was like 
hot flaming garbage. Yeah. Which pretty much was exactly I, my you know position what? on it. Rain it in there strangely. I Sorry. would not say that one was hot flaming garbage. It's trash TV. But okay, I sh- I guess I should clarify that when I say hot flaming garbage, I'm like conflating that with the flaming hot Cheetos. Which is a thing I secretly actually like. I understand your confusion. Yeah. See, I would use the phrase uh, flaming hot garbage to refer to something that is not irretrievably good. trash. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is something that's garbage. You might be like, I know it's garbage, but I kind of like it. You know, yeah. Like Burger King. Right. But. Whoa, wait a minute. What? <laughs> what? How dare you besmirch <laughs> the king of burgers? <laughs> Heavy hangs the head that wears the crown of burgers. Give it some respect. Uh. And I, I think I, I thought that it would be a good show for me to watch when I, I'm sick. Like, yeah. if I'm ha- I have a cold or something. You were like, it's, it would be good sick TV. And I haven't gotten sick since we watched Charmed. Yeah, I, I never ended up watching a second episode. And it definitely wasn't a conscious decision. Yeah. I think it just never, I never felt the need to. And I usually watch shows for the podcast on like a guest account on my Netflix in case I don't like it and I don't want it to keep showing up in my keep watching and mm-hmm. recommended things. And because it didn't show up, I didn't, I never went, oh yeah, I should watch more Charmed. So I just forgot. So I guess that's not a strong <laughs> vote in favor of its quality, but I genuinely forgot I was interested in seeing more. <laughs> Sorry, Charmed. <laughs> so episode two was NCIS. We did an entire catch-up episode when I was about a third of the way into the uh, the second season. So you can listen to the catch-up episode for most of that. Um, but strangely, did you end up watching any more up, up to this point? I did not. I have not watched any more NCIS. And I I think at the time I, I was vaguely interested in maybe checking it out. Yeah, I think I, your verdict I, was very like, I might watch it, but uh, these characters don't do anything for yeah, me. Yeah, and after hearing your... You telling me what the entire first season was like, like, I don't think so. That cured you of any curiosity. I, yeah, I would be more interested in, I think there's a there's one in New Orleans with Scott Bakula. And mm, I would... I don't like Scott Bakula. Yeah, but I mean... He's even less foxy than Mark Herman. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Quantum Leap and Star Trek okay. fan, so oh, like, you know, ugh. Scott I'm Bakula. sorry, what do, you, what do you mean, strangely? Uh, Scott Bakula has never been on a Star Trek show. Oh no! Uh, That's sorry. never. What you the, must be confused. Yeah. No, okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Moving on. Uh, what's <laughs> happening? Uh, it At seems. Any rate, it seems. It's been an edit. <laughs> At any rate, I did end up. Con- At the time, if you listen to the catch-up episode, you'll hear that I was still pretty much on board, mm-hmm. even though it was kind of trash TV. Uh, I fell way off the wagon not very long after that. We recorded that podcast, actually, within a month or so. Uh, within, I never finished the second season, basically. It got very hard to watch. A lot, of, a lot of stuff that felt dated for even that time. So. So. Uh, episode three was Moonlighting. Jesus. <laughs> As you can God. tell, it was a hard no from Sarah. The hardest possible no. A, a no made of diamonds. For for me, I uh, I did I I have actually watched the next four episodes, and like, because at the time I was interested in it, not really based on the pilot, but based on sort of the zeitgeist and vague things I'd heard about the show over the yeah. years. Which after we recorded the pilot house episode, I did a little more looking around, and apparently a lot of the stuff that had drawn me to it and made me interested in it occurred in the later in the first and then in the second season. Mm-hmm. So like. Eventually, we will do a catch-up episode about Moonlighting because I am working my way through the show. Uh, and and just to kind of give you a little peek at some of the things that are in store, there is an episode that ends with uh, the, the Bruce Willis character. I can't remember his name. but Who he, freaking cares? He's honestly. fighting an evil <laughs> Russian spy who has stolen a laser, and they're fighting over the laser, and they end up cutting like a building in half while they're wrestling with a laser. So it's like basically a lightsaber that the U.S. government has developed and the Russians are trying to steal. So it's, oh it's like, Lord. That's, the show goes to absolute cuckoo bananas town, like by episode three. Wow, all right. <laughs> so at some point, I will need to talk about it on, on the podcast. I mean, hearing that does make me go, okay, I guess I can see why people were so into that show because that was definitely not normal for TV at the time. But at the same time... It just sounds exhausting. I don't. 
I, I still have no interest in watching Speaking it. Speaking of exhausting. Speaking of exhausting, episode four, Degrassi, the next class. It was a very, very hard no for me. I hated it a lot. And for you, you were kind of a, a no, but I could see watching one more episode if I got a bunch of friends together and we all got drunk and like watched it as a spectator sport. And I said, cool, don't invite me, but tell me how that party goes. Did you have that party, strangely? I didn't have that party, but I did end up watching the next episode. Oh. Uh, with, were you drunk? I I had a couple glasses of wine. Sophia Blanc de Blanc. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was, it was just more of the same, like mm. in the sense that everybody was just kind of bumping into each other and and having drama that if people would just talk to each other for five seconds wouldn't even exist. Mm. Um, and so yep. my no has actually gotten harder from having watched that mm. second episode. Wow. All right. Fair enough. Episode five was Arrow. Yeah. It was a it was a maybe from Sarah. I think I was yeah. I, I was like I will at least watch episode two, and then I remembered that I had seen a spoiler a spoiler online about John Barrowman joining the show, uh-huh. and I warmed up to the idea of watching more. I was like, yeah. oh wait, John Barrowman's in the show. I asked people to tweet and tell me if he was in season one, uh-huh. and I think people did and said he was in season two. And I was like, okay, I maybe could tough out season one to see John Berman in season two. Now I can't remember because I didn't end up actually watching yeah. it, but not for any specific reason. I just never got I, around to it. I didn't either. And again, this is a phenomenon that I've noticed on, on Pilot House is that a good pilot still may not be the thing that makes me dig into the show. Yeah. Because uh, like looking back over our verdicts, like I did have a lot of yeses or maybes or I enjoyed this. But in terms of the things I actually followed up on, it wasn't always the things that even I had the most positive reaction to. Like, I very much enjoyed the Arrow pilot and could see myself enjoying the show. I just haven't sat down and dug in. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many, I mean, there's so many factors in why you decide to watch what you watch, how much free time you have, and how easily accessible the show is, and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I just, yeah, sometimes you, you don't. I'm actually really surprised, thinking back on it, that I did not end up watching any more Arrow. Yeah. I completely forgot about John Barrowman. The promise of, of future John Barrowman potentially playing, uh, like, a fabulous uh, <laughs> Jack Harkness-esque dad to the terrible character with Tommy. Yeah. We had this whole thing on the podcast. I, I went back and re-listened to our verdicts to, for, to prepare for this. And we had this whole thing where we're talking about, like, can you just imagine Jack Harkness, like, flouncing into the show and be like, Tommy, my boy. Hey, Oliver, looking good, kid. And Tommy's like, Dad. Anyway. <laughs> Listening to myself get excited about that. I was like, oh, my God, why didn't I watch that? That would, <laughs> that would be so great. So, you know, maybe uh, next season we will actually end up doing a catch-up episode for that. Yeah, maybe we'll, we'll make a conscious effort. Well, because you were also really sold on a lot of, like, the technical elements that, like, I don't remember exactly what we said, but certain things, like, in terms of the craft of the show, oh, not yeah. specifically the writing or the acting, like the, the both of the, which were terrible at times, but some of the aspects of the show... The we fighting both, was really good yeah, for the level was, of budget that they're working. Like clearly, they got some like up and coming stunt kids who like knew what was up. Yeah, and that that one shot when they're on, he, they flash back to them being on the boat. Oh yeah, and she gets sucked out of the boat. That was yeah. a really cool shot. I I think we both kind of had the feeling of, I'm not totally sure I will watch this show, but there were some things about the way it was made that give me some confidence that I I might like what comes next. Yeah, speaking of of shows that had incredible work on things that were not the main thing. Yeah. Episode Episode six. Yeah. was river street, which had um, like the costumes and the sets and everything. Like I felt very much a sense of place with that show and was very keen to watch more. We, it was a hard yes for both of us. It was an enthusiastic. Yes. We said in the podcast that neither of us had ever been this sold on the idea of continuing a show before on any of the other shows we watched on the podcast. This was the first one we watched where we were both like, we gotta watch this freaking show. 
I never ended up watching a single second episode. And it's right there on Netflix. There's no nothing yeah. holding me back. I don't know why I stopped. I didn't either. That's so weird. It's so weird. I assumed you must not have because you never said anything to me about it. Yeah. But you never told me you watched episode two of Degrassi, so. Yeah, well, that was. <laughs> there was nothing to say about that, I guess. That was a dirty secret until oh, okay. until we were. Uh, this very moment. I, well, I saved it for to tell you on the air so oh. we could maintain the spontaneity. Good call. When I re-listened to just us talking about how excited we were to watch the show, I went, yeah, why didn't I continue watching? It's one thing with, oh, yeah, I did kind of want to watch more Charmed. Eh, I guess not that much. With River Street, I'm like, no, I don't understand. I was stoked to watch more of that show. Yeah. I guess I just got, well, that's the thing is you get busy. Oh, you know what? We River Street tour. was right before we went on tour. Mm-hmm. I was in the middle of recording an album. We went on tour for a month. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's why I got yeah. distracted. And then I had show-watching homework for this podcast. Yeah. All right. Well, Ripper Street is going back on my docket, for sure. Uh, episode 7 was our very special first live episode mm. that we recorded at the Clockwork Alchemy Convention uh, down in San Francisco, yeah. and we watched the pilot of Wild Wild West. And it was f- kind of fun for the live podcast, but wow, was it bad. Yeah. <laughs> it was a hard no for both of us. Yeah, it was the guy, like, I, I can't even see someone uh, at the time being it's, excited by yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, it must have gotten better after the pilot because it, it became iconic. And also at the time, you know, people would, people would catch shows whenever they caught them on TV, yeah. obviously. There's very few people probably actually even saw the pilot. So the, the quality of the pilot has almost nothing to do with its popularity. Yeah. Well, like the original Star Trek series is of a comparable era. Slight, I think it's maybe about a decade later. But like the, the reason I think that people keep revisiting something like TOS is that the, the writing is interesting. The characters do interesting things and make interesting choices. Yeah. No, nothing in Wild Wild West was interesting yeah the the choices the characters and their choices were not interesting it, although it, it definitely was not a decade later it was a few years later but yeah. not that much no, no, no. Uh, uh five years at most i would guess but anyway we won't bug, get bugged down in that speaking of interesting choices <laughs> speaking of interesting choices episode eight was burn notice which we were both pretty uh, actually stoked to watch more of mm-hmm. um i didn't and I just I I think it was just because it wasn't easily accessible. But did yeah, you? Yeah, that was definitely because it wasn't streaming anywhere. Like we had to buy it from Amazon Prime. Yeah. Or, or Amazon. Uh, but it's definitely something that if it showed up on Netflix or if the or Hulu or I had some way to stream it. Yeah. I think I I would. I've been told it used to be on Netflix, so mm-hmm. it could come back because sometimes shows go away for a while. And right. Come back. It's. I hope it does because honestly, that sh- that pilot was really fun. I want more whimsical spy fuckery. I want Bruce Campbell to be there. It's yeah. I I I, I want a sassy uh, Irish ex girlfriend t- to be in my life. Yeah. <laughs> I want, that was maybe betrayed some feelings with my, the strength of my wording, but yeah, I'm I'm sad we didn't watch more of that one, but I'm not surprised. It just it's it, less accessible. Yeah. Episode nine. It was Frasier, mm-hmm. and it was a pretty uh, definitive no from me. You, on the other hand, were a strong yes and said you would at least watch a few more. Um, specifically, you were kind of stoked on it because you sort of realized you had been watching a lot of big stories, yeah. both in TV and film, just like big, like shit is blowing up and the world is at stake, and you kind of missed small stories about just people and their guys getting along with their dad. I, I ended up watching the second and third episode th- that evening after we'd finished recording. Oh, like, wow. Right that evening because I, I had that that excitement. And I kind of fell away from it pretty quick because it, it was sort of like it it felt kind of, I don't know. I, I The more I saw of him, of Frasier, the less I liked mm. of mm-hmm. him. He just kind of felt... Grading, which I think was kind of your feeling about him from the pilot. Yeah. Um, but it, again, again, it was just something I just sort of fell off. Like I, I didn't really think about it too much. It was just like by the end of the third episode, I was like, I'm not as into this, and I. 
had heard that there was a movie on Netflix called The Ritual, and I was like, I'll go check that out. Yeah. And then you never came back. Yeah. Yeah, I I was surprised re-listening to it, because I had totally forgotten that you had been on board with Frasier. But I'm not terribly surprised to find out it didn't scratch the itch you hoped it would. Yeah. Although, like... Just, Just based on the time period and what TV was like then. That idea of seeking small stories is something I want to come back to in Absolutely. after we get through this recap. So let's put a pin in that. All right. Speaking of putting a pin in something. Sorry, whenever people use the phrase put a pin in it, I imagine someone popping a balloon. That's not what that phrase means. It means like put something on a bulletin board. I'm like, let's just destroy that concept. Anyway, moving on. Moving on to uh, episode nine. Or <clears throat> episode 10, which was Doogie Hauser, MD. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sarah passed on this, not because she disliked it particularly, but just because the pilot didn't really leave that many questions in terms yeah. of the overall future of the show. Yeah, I it was it was a fine show. I just was like, I feel like I I, I got what I wanted, and I had no questions really at the end. Yeah, uh, I was interested in watching a couple more episodes, but it was one of those situations where it's on Hulu to stream, but you have to watch a few commercials. Yeah, yeah, that which was part of it. I I don't really find relaxing or comforting. Yeah. It takes the show has to be really strong for me to put up with the commercials. That's yeah, that's or, a factor. Or if I'm like in my own living space where I can like go in the kitchen while the commercial plays in yeah. the living room or something. But just in general, like I, yep, sorry. Yeah, uh, like we said, there are other factors besides the quality of the show and how easy it is to access and whether there are ads involved. Toyota and eHarmony are all that stands between me and Doogie Hauser. <sighs> Rude. Well, our next episode after that was Lost Girl, and obviously that was a strong yes from both of us, and we did a whole recap episode about it very recently, so we will breeze on to the next episode. Which was episode 12, where we talked about rain. Sarah... Good God. (laughs) That show... Was sent from hell to torment me. No, I, I'm I'm overstating it. That one was more fun to talk about than Degrassi. It w- Degrassi it w- still reigns as the worst show that we've watched. It was, and I think we both had like some questions about characters and future and everything. Like you had a few questions about like will they get together? Like you that, were kind yeah. of interested okay. in the in the story of the characters. True, a bit. absolutely. That was a show where I actually had questions. And was interested to find out the answers, but the quality of the show, 100%, did not give me any confidence that they would handle the story well, or yeah. give me the answers I wanted. Because that's those are the two factors, really. Yeah. Do, do, you, do you want to see more of this? Uh-huh. And do you think the show will give you what you want out of it? Those, I mean, that's, those are the, that's it. Yeah. I, I, have not, uh, I have not picked it up to watch more of it. Either, even though I, I was curious about it because it just had such an odd style that I found yeah. weirdly compelling. Like, I've watched the uh, the uh, the McGee League film League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, uh, like nine times. Good God, and it's because I keep trying to understand what keeps pulling me back. Ob- objectively, it's a terrible movie. I, I've never actually seen it, I've just yeah. heard so many bad things about it, and I really enjoyed the comic, so I was like, I'm gonna give that one yeah. a pass. And I, I and the movie compels me in its badness in kind of a similar way that this did, where I just like something. There's something here that I I'm drawn to, and I don't understand it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do know somebody did pick Rain up though. One of our listeners. Oh really? T- our friend Tina in Fresno. Hi wow. Tina. Hi Tina. I'm glad that us ragging on that show made you want to watch it. So I'm actually, uh, I'm, Sarah. I'm actually going to read you verbatim the text Tina sent me. Re rain. Okay. She Please said, do. It's disconcerting how many fairly terrible shows I now have on a to watch list because of you and Sarah. <laughs> rain is absolutely going to be a mock fest that involves a few other historical costumers oh. and several cocktails. Oh my. Oh, I, you'd mentioned this to me. I totally forgot that the idea of a bunch of historical costumers sitting through this show while getting drunk is delightful to me. So, I want to be in the, in the room. I have a proposal, Sarah, for you, okay. for our listeners, and for Tina. Ooh, hit me. There's a very good chance that Sarah and I and Tina will all be in Fresno in March 
And I think we should do a very special catch-up episode where we watch some more rain with Tina. Oh, I thought you were just going to have... T- we should get Tina on and just have her tell us what happened. Yeah. So we don't actually have to watch it, but or, she can kind of answer some of the questions. Yeah, or maybe Tina could catch us up because if Tina has watched more. I don't know. Some version yeah. of that sounds very fun. I, I mean... I also like the idea of watching it with a historical costumer, but I almost more like the idea of not actually having to watch it anymore and just hearing her tell us about it. Or, That's a good idea. I'm, in, I'm into it. Or maybe Let's us talk. and Tina should do a crossover episode with Drunk Heckle Podcast, which is a comedian friend of, of a comedian friend of mine from the Fringe Circuit uh, named Jay and his wife do a podcast where they get drunk and watch something and record a commentary track. While they watch it. So maybe we can get the historical costumers to do a very special oh crossover God. episode with us. Could be a thing. Could, could be a thing. Write us with your thoughts <laughs> at pilothousepodcast at gmail.com or tweet it at us or whatever. <laughs> Good. You just put like four ats in that email address yeah. just to be at, sure. At, 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 at. At g at mail just to be sure. Anyway, <laughs> uh, moving on. Our next episode was our flop episode about the killing and sledgehammer. So I assume you didn't watch anymore. I didn't. Kind of I, the whole point of that episode is we did not want to even watch it a second time like yeah. we would normally do to take notes. Small update on that. My parents finished all the way through half of the final season and it recently got taken off of Netflix. And I asked my mother about it and she said, quote... I'm kind of glad it got taken off of Netflix, even though we didn't finish it, because everything's all weird now. The good guys are bad. The bad guys are good. They're getting arrested so that they could talk to people in jail. It's just ridiculous. I don't know why they still haven't caught the guy. <laughs> so there's an update from my mom on that. Didn't she also, you mentioned to me that after watching like up. A season yeah. or whatever of the show, she still refers to Joe Kinnaman's character as the guy in the Carhartt jacket. Yeah. And she still hasn't learned his name. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, it's my my favorite thing ever. Episode 14 was Winona Earp. Mm-hmm. And that was a yes from both of us. And we recorded a catch-up episode Which, with our thoughts. So you can just go listen to that one. Uh, and then episode 15 was our, uh, our most recent... Episode mm-hmm. at that that we had released at the time we recorded this anyway. So it has not been very long. And also that one was uh, not readily available. So even though uh, we both said yes, that we were interested in the show, in the world building, in kind of the interesting visual style to see if they continued that. I'm assuming neither of us, I certainly haven't yeah. sought out episode two. I, I haven't sought out any further, uh, although I do intend to it's it's actually in my my watch list yeah. still uh, i want to see where they go with it in a day to day i'm I ran very curious into about that some not a spoiler but uh, when i was looking up i was just looking for a photo from the show like a promo photo to post on our instagram when we released the episode and i saw a bunch of promo photos which suggested two things to me mm-hmm. about where the show goes do you want me to hold off on that since you're going to yeah, watch it yeah hold off on that cuz i i may still watch it they're really mild. The, and they're not necessarily definitive. They're just based on promo photos. Oh, you've tempted me. Tell me. Okay. Tell me everything. Well, they you predicted that they were going to add a new episode, a character. Oh, a new main. You predicted they were going to add a new main character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I thought that would be surprising because there were so many characters in the pilot that didn't yeah. get any time. Mm-hmm. Based on the photos, they seem to have added a new character. I don't know if he shows up immediately in episode two or later on. But just based on the photos, uh-huh. my theory is that it's actually a, a love interest for Max, which would be in, an interesting foil against her relationship with Logan. But that was right. just that was just kind of a guess based on the photos. Also, huh. there were a lot of promo photos of Logan standing up. And if the show retcons his spinal cord injury, I'd be super mad. So hopefully mm. this just maybe in the promo photos they wanted the actor to look hotter or something, right. but that's weird. The character, if the character's in a wheelchair. The actor should be in a wheelchair in the promo photos. Right. If it's And they were all in characters. They were in costume. It's not like it was a, a, a promo photo of the actors all hanging out or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode 16 was <laughs> Gossip Girl. Right. Which was which a we... hard no. Yeah. 
from both of us. And we oh, and we also just just recorded that. That has not even been released at the time we're recording this. So even if we were interested, it would be surprising if we had. Yeah. had Actually, Sarah, I binged all of season one. Yeah. <laughs> No, and, you know, I think this is a, a perfect... Pepper, Pepper is offended at your jokes. He loves Gossip Girl. He watches oh. it all the time when I'm not home. I'm so sorry. That He's is the very s- vocal about his very opinions. Very vocal. That is the sound of Sarah's cat, Sergeant Pepper Potts. <laughs> yes. His full name. Sergeant Pepper Potts, Pepperoncini, Pepper... Pep... Pep... Pepperington the third. I've already forgotten half of the things I normally call him. Uh, Anyway, we can cut that out. I don't know why I went down that road, but the point is that uh, we have not watched Gossip Girl, nor do we intend to. And I guess this is sort of a a segue into talking about the season as a whole. And one of the things that I actually am surprised by going over our verdicts is the fact that there was stuff that we were positive on and keen to check out more of, and we just didn't get to it. Sometimes yeah. it was because we were busy, but I think I think a lot of it has to do with momentum. Yeah. And I really started to think about this after watching The Killing, because I watched The Killing and then had to wait like a week to talk about it with you. And in that week, I soured on the show. Yeah. Oh, if- yeah. It's... Our, the experience of watching a show with a, with the mindset of talking about it and then being forced to wait till it was time to record the episode and the fact that we then have to like pick it apart and analyze it definitely changes. I'm sure there are shows that we've done that if I just watched one randomly, I probably would have watched, I mean, if I just watched Charmed randomly, I probably would have just gone and watched at least a couple more episodes and who knows maybe I would have ended up getting hooked and binged the whole damn show it's hard to say but because I waited so long and then I had other shows to watch because the show this podcast gives us show homework right yeah it's I definitely think that with the killing had I been able to watch episode two immediately Mm -hmm. thinking I would get some kind of closure because I didn't realize it was a show that would take years to tell one story yeah, um, Ugh, I God, probably would have been on board, honestly. Really? Because I would. Yeah, because if I could have just started binging it, you know, yeah. by the time you're four or five episodes in, you're kind of invested. Invested. Mm. Yeah, it, it's that whole money on the table fallacy, the the stop lot, the investment fallacy, and gambling. Sunk cost fallacy. Yes. That that idea of uh, you know feeling like you've put something in, even yeah. though it's just your time. Yeah. And that's that's a fascinating thing to me where, like, with Lost Girl, I was really excited about it. And then when I came back to it, I, I think it was almost two weeks before I watched the second episode after we recorded the, 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 our first episode, I was still into it. Yeah. I was still excited. Oh, I still had we, fun with these characters. We moved up our recording date. Yeah. To so because we were both so eager to watch the, more of the show. Yeah. That was definitely one. I mean, it's about it's about the strength of how much you want to see more of it. With Lost Girl and Winona both, they were such strong yeses that we like rushed the podcast into uh, into yeah. recording so that we could get on with watching the show. And it's 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 just yeah, that's different from when you're like, yeah, I'd probably end up watching some more of this. Yeah. With Ripper Street, I think really the only reason that we didn't end up. Pick, either of us end up picking it up is that it was a very busy time in our lives. We were both going on tour and it just, you don't have as so much time to sit and binge Netflix when you're touring. And that's, that is also an interesting thing about sort of the modern television landscape that most of it is made with the intention of being this, this kind of bingeable season long arc kind of thing. Yeah. How Whereas, they, some shows get dropped a whole yeah. season at once, newer shows. Whereas, you know, you not deciding to watch any more Doogie Howser, like, at the time I felt was uncharitable, but looking back on it, it's like, you enjoyed the pilot. You had a good time watching it. It was a nice half hour. Yeah. And it told a complete story with a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. I mean, I I did have some questions where I was like, I'm kind of curious to see what sort of things, whether they ever addressed this thing or whatever, but it wasn't quite good. Well, I mean, it was was fine. Yeah. But it, it wasn't obviously good enough. 
right. that I was intrigued or like, I love this character so much I need more of this character in my life. It just was like, yeah, that was a nice show. I could see why it was popular. I'm sure they did great things with it as it went on. I'm just, yeah, I'm just, uh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Television. It's, it's fine. fine. <laughs> that yours was funnier. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really, I don't know, doing this podcast really has made me think about the way that we watch TV and how so many outside factors affect whether you continue on with the show yeah and i also think the interesting thing about tv because i do like tv shows and i like long-running episodic stories and yeah. all that you know I'm, I'm a sucker for the that and shared universes and all that but the the interesting thing about doing this project with you is that i have watched uh about 20 tv shows and not been able to watch the next episode right away yeah. Which has changed how I think about them and how I think about the worlds they've created and what they're offering and what they want to show me or any audience member, not just me, but you know, yeah. the, the viewer. The, the act of picking apart the pilot for an hour, I think, is also... It's, the not being able to immediately roll into the second episode is definitely a, 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 fa a changing factor. But also, I think that sitting, having to sit for an hour, not having to, we both enjoy recording this podcast, but sitting and talking about the show for an hour, I mean, you can watch a pilot and be like, huh, that was a bit weird. I kind of liked that one guy, though. I'll watch the second episode. You know, you, it's, yeah. it's lower stakes. You, if you sit for an hour and really think about it, yeah. and, we, and obviously, we think about it prior to recording the podcast, we sit and think about what we like about the show and what we don't and what worked and what didn't. And yeah, just analyzing something changes how you feel about it. If you just go on gut, you know, it's, yeah. th this is one of the reasons I stopped uh, being a music critic. I used to be a music reviewer. Mm -hmm. I wrote articles and uh, like concert reviews and album reviews and stuff for several years, almost six years. And I consciously quit doing it because I just, I mean, first of all, being a freelancer is very hard, but it, it affected the way I listened to music, even music that wasn't for work. Mm -hmm. I found myself listening to new music and my brain could not, couldn't, couldn't stop going, what are their influences? What do I, what do I hear? What do I think about this? And I just, I couldn't just feel and enjoy the music or think about the influences if they occurred to me. I just went into like analyzing mode and that's. So much respect to people who are capable of doing that as a full-time job and turning it off when it's time to just enjoy media. Any kind of, of, of criticism, art, music, theater, mu movies, anything. So much respect to people who can actually do that. I just found that I really wanted that job. It was a job I had idolized and thought about right. and, and really worked my way up to doing. And it was very hard to let it go, but it's, it's, it's yeah, analyzing things changes how you feel about them. It's the, uh, the observation. Yeah, observing the thing changes yeah. the thing. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of uh, an aspect of that. But it, it is also fascinating. This is, I guess, speaking of observing shows and thinking about them critically, and what was considered acceptable storytelling for television back in the 60s when Wild Wild West was made or the uh, late 80s when Doogie Howser was made. It's interesting to see what was acceptable... Uh, story television storytelling in different periods like Wild Wild West or Doogie Howser where you could have longer pauses things could take more time but also the shows treated the viewers like they understood less of certain mm. kinds of things yeah. and more of certain other kinds of things uh, like especially Doogie Howser like things would be explained to the audience with kind of a, a pilot there was a lot of like sort of what do we call it pilot talk expo log you are correct that it did that but at the same time i want to give them some credit because it wasn't the agonizing expo log well yeah just because you're my brother is my always right. my example they didn't do that but they definitely took more time about explaining things through dialogue that you're like i mean yeah okay move on yeah well it's just it's it's a thing that I mean, it's been widely remarked upon that, that television is is punchier and faster and something interesting has to happen every 30 seconds or whatever the, the timing, you know, mm -hmm. kind of a thing. And 
it, it is fascinating to me. Uh, I've been watching Westworld on HBO, which a lot of people have, crit- it's been widely critically praised because of how it takes time and how it creates that space in a way that uh, almost, for me, harkens back to Wild Wild West in that there, there were, it was a 90-minute pilot and I think in in the the uh, summary that you did, you're like, how did all of that take up that much time? Oh my God, you're right. I totally that? forgot that that was such a long. Yeah. It wasn't ninety minutes. It was fifty minutes. Uh huh. But still, just that, they could have told that entire damn story. In well, you know, they could have told that same story well in fifty minutes, or they could have done the same garbage yeah. that they did in half an hour. But it's just sort of like like even the amount of like how much we get to see a character walk into a room and just like like small things like that that we it's like as things get faster and punchier yeah that's i mean yeah it's, it's it, people watch tv differently now mm-hmm. and that affects how people make tv yeah it's, it's just, inevitable it's fascinating to actually get to look at sort of a spectrum of it yeah, it's that's a really good point because up until now, the only old shows that I would ever watch were shows I used to watch and I'm rewatching because I'm like, oh, I remember that show. It was yeah. fun. Let's rewatch it. I'm kind of slowly working my way through Deep Space Nine, which I have not watched since it was on the air. So in a way, I'm going, I don't remember that much about it because uh-huh. I was younger then. Uh-huh. But in another way, it's I'm nostalgic for the show. It's interesting to watch a bunch of old shows that you've never seen before. Yeah. You have no nostalgia for and just watching it and going, what is this? And to try to combine this thing that you're witnessing with the thing you've heard about the show for years. You right. Know? I mean, watching that, that pilot of Frasier and going, this ran for like over 10 seasons? Yeah. This? <laughs> There's nothing about this pilot that makes you go, uh, there's that, there's a glimmer of what it would become, or like, uh, I can see why this became the most popular spinoff of all time. Yeah. It's, it's, it just seems to be pretty bog standard sitcom stuff. It, yeah. It's clearly, it was the power of Cheers, the popularity of Cheers that initially got it going, and then right. later on, presumably the characters. It established its own identity some way. or something. Yeah, but watching it now, you're like, okay, I, I guess it's fine. Speaking Maybe. of shows getting further seasons, mm-hmm. we've had some sort of off-the-air chats about our ideas for the future, but let's, yes. let's talk about... Let's do some future talk, strangely. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about our future. <laughs> our future together. Strangely, we need to talk. With you, our listeners. <laughs> listeners. We need to talk. I just don't really see this going anywhere. Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, strangely, um, to, to do this to you live on the air, but I'm breaking up with this podcast. No, I'm sorry. Don't, nobody panic. I'm joking. It's a joke. Tina got really excited. We're just, does this mean I could be a host full time? <laughs> I thought you were going to be like, she's like, finally, I'm free. <laughs> no more bad shows. <laughs> I will not be obligated to watch terrible historical costumes. But yeah, I I think that with the new season, we have an opportunity to kind of broaden our concept a little mm-hmm. bit. We've both talked about wanting to do... Initially, we had an idea of maybe completely reworking the concept for a second season. But I think we've just kind of both come to the idea of just, you know, maybe broadening our our standards. Not standards, but... Relaxing our rules a little bit might be a better way to put it. Yeah. So one of our rules on this podcast has been that it has to be something neither of us have seen any of. Yeah. I mean, that was the concept when we started. And there's a lot of shows that like maybe we watched a couple episodes 15 years ago or something like that. Well, with our Dark Angel, we were already feeling like we were kind of bending the rules with that one because I thought I had seen some episodes. Turned out I hadn't. Yeah. So... I mean, that is a perfect example of a show that had we been really staunch on the rules, we wouldn't have gotten to have covered. And we both ended up enjoying watching and talking about. Yeah, that one ended up being one that was really interesting to discuss. So I'm, I'm so glad we watched it. I also think that there are shows that it would be fun to talk about in the way that we talk about these shows uh, in the first season that... 
aren't, you know, it's not the same. I mean, it was it was kind of our gimmick that we started with the idea of these will be shows. And I honestly thought that the main draw of our podcast would end up being this whole what we know versus right. what is. And I like that. I still like that. But I do think that what people are seem to be drawn to based on the feedback we received is our rapport and the way that we talk about stuff. Yeah. It's not even, we could probably talk about other things other than TV, but let's not go crazy. Let's keep it pilot house. Yeah. We want to do some shows where maybe one of us has seen all of it and the other one has seen none of it. And then we can have the other person watch that pilot and then talk about the pilot. It'll be, a, those ones will be a little agonizing because it's hard to listen to someone else theorize about the pilot when you know things and you have to kind of keep your mouth shut. But I think it'll be really interesting. I really want you to watch the pilot of Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries with me. Yeah. The thing for that one. I just really want to hear what you think of it. But And I definitely have shows that I would love to show you as well. And I, I think that that could lead to some really wonderful things. Mm-hmm. So that's something that we're sort of looking at going to season two. Along with that, the show is going to be going on hiatus. Yes. Not hiatus. Don't say hiatus. Hiatus. Is that no. not the right word? What is the show going on? Season break. A season break. Hiatus makes it sound like it's like, it almost implies a, a long break or that it's going to be indefinite or something. No. We, we, sorry, I just was like, don't say hiatus. That sounds more dire. We're, we're just taking a season break. This is a totally normal thing for podcasts to do. Yeah, yeah. Lots of podcasts take a season break. So we are hoping to have the podcast come back in December. Yes, because, well, Strangely is going out of the country to go gallivant about Europe. Well, I'm stuck here in the U.S. being lame. So we've we've recorded a few episodes. So obviously you'll be, be getting this after Strangely is off, I will be, off in Scotland. I will be in Finland, oh. I believe, when this episode drops. Oh, who can keep track of all your adventures? <laughs> I just... Sorry, everybody. Uh, Strangely will be on the moon when this episode drops. <laughs> Finland and the moon are remarkably similar. Spoken like someone who's been to both. (laughs) (laughs) At any rate, we will be taking a little break after this one drops. Maybe, depends on when we end up releasing this, but, you know, maybe a a month or so. But yeah, in December, which conveniently is when we started the podcast, so. So that'll be a year. It'll be perfect, yeah. We'll start, we'll start back up right around the uh, one year anniversary of our first episode. During this break, it would be awesome if you got in touch with us, though, with ideas and, and shows you'd like to see in the, the next season. Yeah. We, we had a, a listener write a huge list for us. Yes. And, and we tried so hard. We had every intention of watching Party of Five um, before the end of the season, and we just we ran out of time. But it's on the docket for next season, for it's sure. It's definitely on the docket for next season. We already recorded the What We Know, you guys. We're in it. So please, please get in touch with us with those ideas and suggestions because they're things that we can uh, introduce next season. We would love uh, suggestions for new segments, shows to watch, or even just, uh, you know, maybe you liked a particular music bumper and you want to hear more of that style. Yeah, we kind of fell off the music bumper wagon. We haven't used them as much lately. Yeah, well, we we have less... uh, We used to put them in between each segment. Interact breaks and things like that. We just don't... We don't, we don't put them between segments anymore. Yeah, well, because the, the segments have the echoey announcements now. Yeah. Like, where did the money go? And other segment names. <laughs> At any rate, it's, I mean, it's part of the evolution of the podcast. Yeah. Part of me sort of misses the music numbers. But that was, it was more work for you because... Folks, I don't know if you knew this. Just in case you ever thought we were finding these music bumpers on the internet. Strangely was recording and sometimes composing all these bumpers himself. So, a little credit where credit is due. But well, it is thank an you, ad- Sarah. Podcasts are a lot of work and that was an additional piece of work. So, I'm, I'm not criticizing you for doing no. this. No. Um, I, I do not feel attacked or criticized in any way. Thank goodness. But if you listeners do like that sort of thing and would like to see more of it in the podcast, please let us know. Yeah, let us know which parts of the podcast are your favorites. As From something as small as, I did really like it when you did those fake ads, or I really like the, the bumpers, or I love that echoey voice thing you guys do. Anything that you like or don't like, let us know, because we're going to be doing a little retooling of the podcast leading up to the new season. So, you know, feedback is helpful. Yeah. We don't want to get rid of something because we think nobody likes it, and it turns out secretly everyone, that's all they're listening for. 
Yeah. We stopped using the echoey voice and everyone's like, eh. I was really annoyed when I listened to the podcast. I just really like those echoey voices. I can, I'll, I'll find my echoey voice fix elsewhere. <laughs> anyway. I think we're just about done. I think, I think we might we're, be I think getting we're a little punchy. Stick a fork in me. I'm done. Ding. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at PilotHousePod. You can visit our website at PilotHousePodcast.com or email us at PilotHousePodcast at gmail.com. As always, you can buy us a coffee by going to buymeacoffee.com slash PilotHouse. It's a nice way for you to show if you appreciate uh, listening to this free content that we provide you. I'm sorry, did I emphasize the word free too much? Uh... <laughs> If you like the show and you have some cash to spare, you know, buy us a coffee. Although, as previously stated, it's about a 50-50 chance that said money will be spent on coffee or... A bag of dicks. A bag of dicks. Dicks Drive-In. Not the official sponsor of this podcast, except in our dreams. Dicks Drive-In. Not yet the official sponsor of this podcast. Keep dreaming big, buddy. Gonna dream big. Gonna reach for those dreams. Someday. A free uh, bag of dicks will come to us. Well, we will see you all next season when we have, hopefully, some more thoughts. <laughs> God willing, we will have thoughts next season. We didn't have enough of those this time. That's what the show is lacking. Thoughts. thoughts. And on that note, bye! bye. He, she leaves her cell phone behind. We're going to have to get a, 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 a clean take of you doing a sip of that whiskey and use that sound effect in the future anytime something is just beyond what you can comprehend without scotch in hand. Yeah. Uh, that'll be track 10 on your new sound effects album. Coming out, <laughs> coming out soon. The official Pilot House sound effects album. The official Pilot House novelty sound effects album. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing here. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> no, no, don't confuse them. They'll think the episode's over. Folks, we have so much more to talk about. We might cut this out. Um <clears throat>